The opinions expressed on the radio program by the hosts, co-hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions and responsibility of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Genesis Radio, www.genesisradio.com, Genesis Radio's owners, management, or affiliates. great at anything you have to be conscious in your own mind to push yourself to that next level you have to be aware of who you are and what level you're at if you want to be great in life you have to be obsessive about what you want and where you're going to go you can't just think about it part-time you have to be in this full time too many of us are soft too many of us keep ourselves soft by the decisions that we make every single day if you want to reach the limits of great potential and achieve your highest self, you have to stay consistent and you have to be obsessive about what you want. This is the Hustle Hour and I'm Mike. And I'm Diane. And we are back in the studio at Genesis Radio. We thank Terry. Um, we had to make our little studio last week at Garlic. Um, you know, and uh, it just wasn't the same not being here. And not being, uh, you know, we, we call this home for our, our, um, our podcast and for Hustle Hour. So I just want to say thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be back here. And what a week we've had um, since that. And we've been extremely busy. Um, and I'm glad to be here. Yeah, the past couple of weeks have been unbelievable. You know, very high, very high energy all these past couple of weeks. And we had our little makeshift. Um, studio at Girl League, so that was fun. It was different, but I definitely prefer my seat here. Right. So you know, you're you're going to constantly get pushed to your limits in life. Life is going to be hard. Life is hard. You can't live in the clouds, and you can't live um, in this rainbows and butterflies world because the world that we live in right now, and especially right now, um, we are living in a world that is real, and you have to be real. And you know, you have to realize that. 
to live this life and to achieve what you want to achieve, you do have to be in this full time. This is not a part time job. If you want to make yourself better, you have to be in this 100% every single day in it. We talked about discipline last show, and that discipline keeps you in it full time. Even when you don't want to do it, you have to do the things that you don't want to do um, every single day, um, and you stay disciplined with that mindset to achieve what you want to hit in life. Of course. I'm always doing the things that I have to do sometimes without wanting to do them, but I do them regardless. But it's really nice when they can align and the things that I have to do are the things that I want to do anyways. So those are always my better days. Um, but yeah, all the way. You know, um, no matter what you do in life, anything that you do and everything that you do is, uh, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you go to the gym and, and you're laxed and you don't, you know, give it 100% every single time you're there, that's probably how you live your 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 whole entire life. That's probably how you get up in the morning. That is probably how you um, are at your job or your business. Um, I'm sure that's how you are throughout the whole entire day because how you do one thing is how you do everything. I was taught that at a young age. So I have always... I have always given everything I've done 100%. And I've, if I didn't find myself giving 100%, I usually stop doing that thing because I am a 100% kind of person. And that's just one of those phrases that I feel like you hear growing up because I definitely would hear it throughout my life. And I never understood it until so much later. How you do one thing is how you do everything. You know, you just, I feel like I didn't really ever have that light bulb go off until much later like way probably my late 20s I still didn't know what it truly meant until I feel like I woke up one day and just kind of knew that is such a true statement right and I've I've been saying that since I'm you know in my 20s and you know I never knew what it meant uh, until you get older and you start realizing and you meet a lot of different people who are trying to elevate their life and you, they're trying to hit their goals and their achievements and you literally look at how they live their life and you watch how they do everything and that's why they don't have what they have you know and a lot of people are stuck they're comfortable in life and they're stuck so they have a timeline of life of your life and you were just stagnant you're you're just you know in a rut or you're you know just living this comfortable life and you're not doing anything because that would actually mean that you have to put it energy into it and actually do it so for me i'm always constantly being creative i'm always constantly recreating myself recreating the business recreating everything that i do in my my life because i have to live a certain way because how i do one thing is how i do absolutely everything a hundred percent right i always like when I think back about just any time I would hear that phrase, like, cause I always go hard. Whenever I do, like, I'm gonna be really hardcore about working out. I'm gonna be really hardcore about getting, making menus and setting up and planning that party. Like, I'm gonna be really, I'm gonna go hard with it and I'm gonna wanna know everything about it. So I'm gonna wanna know all the details. I'm gonna wanna know all the answers to everything. And I like to plan ahead. So I feel like that is kind of how I always go into things. Like I like to know everything that's happening. And if I don't have the answers to it, I will get those answers so I'm prepared. Right. I just want, you know, my whole life, um, you know, 
when people see that they have to go against me, I'm sure in their mind, they're probably like, damn, I have to go against him. Um, you know, I remember I did a speech for one of the high school, local high schools around here for a bunch of students to, to teach them about, you know, uh, business and, and growing up and marketing and all this kind of stuff. And when I went into this classroom, I made sure I gave it 100%. And, you know, I was doing it with another teacher because they, they paired us up with a teacher at the time. And I remember doing the whole hour and a half, I think we did, we filmed it and we, we got done in the teacher you know pulls me aside and he's like wow i didn't know i was gonna go against the tony robbins making a joke about it you know i can't help that you came in here not ready to do this and not ready to you know give it a hundred percent i'm always going to be competitive i'm always going to be the best one in the room i'm always going to be you know i'm always going to find and be attracted to that person who is a hundred percent in the room when i go to the gym in the morning i'm always picking out the the hardest worker in the gym and that's the person that i want to look to that's the person that motivates me you know when i'm looking in business local business or online and in business the people that motivate, those are the people that I want to be like. That's why I strive for greatness. That's what I'm attracted to. My circles that I run with are usually the people that are the top performers, always. And they always will be. So my my circle, you know, it's not like we're competitive and we talk about it, but, you know, top performers are always competitive. So we're always going to be silently competing or, you know, they're going to throw out a, a small competition. That's the circle that you want to be in. People that are pushing you to the next level constantly. I never, ever, ever want to be comfortable. I never want to tell somebody uh, something that I'm going to do and they say, oh, you can't do that. Or, oh, it's, you know, um, or try to pull me down. There's a there's an analogy out there, and I used this one today, and I wanted to use it on the show. If you get a crab a buck uh, a, a bucket of crabs, and you throw them in there, you know, um, there's going to be a couple crabs in that bucket that are trying to get out of the bucket, and all of the crabs that are at the bottom of the bucket are going to grab those crabs that are trying to get out of the bucket and they're going to pull you back down if the crowd that you're in is pulling you back into the bucket you're in the wrong crowd you need to do everything possible to get out of that bucket so you can live a different kind of life you know there is a life out there for you there is a life if you have a burning sensation that you want to do better you have to listen to more of this and you have to get your mind right so you can live the life that you want to live of success yeah, and just being in business together, I find myself constantly in uncomfortable situations. I feel like I am always in like uncharted territory. I am always discovering something new. I feel like I am, even lately, like always, I feel like over the years there is always something absolutely wild happening that I'm put on the spot to have to execute, explain, do, like it is, it is always very uncomfortable, so I always feel propelled moving forward, especially with you by my side, because it's never, it's never stagnant. And it's the same, because we keep our circle so super small. So um, Diane and I, we are constantly, you know, we're, we're competitive, but not competitive with, with each other, but we're competitive in life. We're competitive people. So we are constantly pushing the limits of what we can and, you know, we, we, what we can do so we're always pushing the limits we're always recreating ourselves like i said um but lately i find myself being pushed to the edge of just you know i feel like the reason why we have to live these lives of you know getting up early going to the gym doing things that we don't want to do is because when hard times hit us all of that consistent discipline that you have had every single day and you put yourself through and you were suffering getting up early you were suffering going to the gym you're suffering when something bad happens to you in your life 
you're able to handle it like a boss. You're able to handle it a lot better. It's not just going to crumble you. It's not just going to kill you because you're going through something hard. No, you're able to stand a little bit taller because you keep that discipline and you keep that consistency daily to make you a stronger being, a stronger person. You're able to handle life a lot better when it gets hard or when it's easy. Right, the toughest battle is always with yourself. So I find like when you are forcing yourself to do things to better yourself, it's always a very difficult time, but then it also prepares you when you are going through life, whether that's personally or professionally, when you're dealing with somebody else, it makes that situation and the way you react to things like better in a way that you can feel good about how you how that outcome goes because you've been battling yourself that whole time. Right. And, you know, um, I, I went through something last week that was amazing. It inspired me. I inspired myself. And um, what happened was I'm not a runner and I'm not and I don't consider myself an athlete at all, um, but I'm naturally good at different things. So for me, I when I go into the gym, um, I'm somebody that gets obsessed with certain things. So in my 20s, I was obsessed with living and I was, you know, I uh, lifting, I was obsessed with lifting and, you know, lifting heavy and being in the gym all the time, four hours, three hours, it was insane. And I was obsessed with it. And I looked like I was obsessed with it. And then over the years, you know, I, I've dabbled in, you know, cardio and running. And really, uh, in the last two and a half months, I've been getting into running a lot more. So um, when and anybody that's ever been on a treadmill for five minutes, 10 minutes, one mile, you know that the treadmill is probably one of the hardest machines in the whole entire gym. So, uh, you know, recently I started about two and a half months ago and I barely could even do a mile. I think my first three days I could not do a mile and I was so hard on myself and I couldn't believe I, I couldn't do a mile. But I knew that if I kept going and kept pushing myself to do a mile, I'll end up doing a mile. So um, within a week I was doing one mile and I was you know super proud of myself and now I was going to work on my time. So I would do sprint miles and I would walk miles and I would go uphill miles and, and all that kind of stuff. So it was great. So in the gym, I'm always picking out the best people and I'm the, picking out the strongest people. You could always tell the people who work out the hardest in the gym. They're there long. They're obsessed. They're in good shape. And you could just tell. They're the people that are motivating other people. They're the people that who are focused. You could tell who's focused at the gym. So for me, over the last two months, I've, I've picked these people. I've picked my people in the morning. So when you go to the gym in the morning, those are the people that are animals. Those are the people that you want to be around. Those are people that are getting themselves up either before work or whatever they do. And they're going to the gym to work out, to run, to lift, to whatever they do. Wild people, you know, that those are the group of people that you want to be around. So anyways, through, through this um, journey that I'm taking of, of running, you know, um, this past week, I, 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 I pushed myself to do three miles a day for five days a week and super hard for me, super hard. Um, but last week I decided I'm going to run five, five miles. And this is where my, my, my life changed. There's, there's this lady in the gym. She is this, she is this Polish, like, um, she, if you could build a fit person who like I'm talking, she runs, <laughs> she runs to the gym, works top. out, and then she runs home. That's if that describes who this person is, you know, and I ran five miles and we were crossing paths as I was leaving and she was coming in and she's like, Hey, what did you do today at the gym? And I said, I did five miles. I ran five miles and it was super hard for me. I mean, five miles. I ran literally for 60 minutes straight. So I run five miles and she looked at me 
and I'm super proud of myself. And she looks at me and she goes, run six and I'll be impressed. <laughs> run six and I'll be impressed. So now this is on a, this is on a, uh, a Friday. So I'm done with my week. So now I'm, I'm at work and I'm cooking and I'm training people and I'm literally going, uh, no, this was on a Tuesday. So I run five miles on a Tuesday and now I'm going through my week and it's a hard week. It's giving me everything, everything that you could possibly want to make you quit anything. I am literally going through this week and it is terrible. It's horrible. It's stressful. Anything, everything. So I'm going to the gym and all I'm thinking about is this six miles that this lady said, if you do six miles, I'll be impressed. You know, so I wake up on a Friday and I don't go to the gym and I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm not going to go to the gym today. So then I go through my day and it was so super hard. I decided that I'm going to turn my phone on airplane mode. I'm going to text everybody before I do it. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to run six miles. So I go to the gym. I run 65 minutes straight. I ran six miles. And let me tell you something about running. If you want to, if you want to test yourself, you want to test your mind, you want to test your limits, you want to start talking bad to yourself. You want to go through it mentally and challenge yourself, go run six miles. Go run consistently 65 minutes. You see a lot of things happen in 65 minutes while you're on the treadmill. Let me tell you something, there's about 20 people who joined me on the treadmills and 20 people that got off the treadmill. And in my head, I'm challenging them. I'm imagining what these people are saying about me running on the treadmill. Like there were some cocky people coming on those treadmills and I have just imagined that they were, you know, talking like, oh, I could run more than this guy. I could, I could, I could beat this guy. He's nothing, this and that. And then I watched all of these people quit on the treadmill because when you get on the treadmill and you start going on there, everything, you only have yourself. You only have yourself. So you start talking to yourself. And if you don't get it right, and if you don't focus and you're not focused, you're not going to be able to do six miles on the treadmill. So after these people would quit, I would see them working out into the gym and I'd, and they would look at me and they would li literally look at me and almost give me a look like, I can't believe he's still on the treadmill, you know? And I watched this and I witnessed this and I translated this whole story and, and I did six miles and I ended up telling that lady, um, I think her name is Anna. I, I told her and she said, do it at my age and I'll be impressed. Okay, I can't beat you because I'm not that age. But anyways, I translated this into life. And, you know, we're on a treadmill in life. And we can either push ourselves and, and push through the pain and push through everything that we're going through. We can watch the people quit on the sides of us. We can either push ourselves or we can quit. You know, you either have a goal, you're either focused on your goal or you just give up. You either can, you know, decide to hit that goal that you want or you can decide not to. You know, I decided that day that I was going to the gym, I was going to focus and I was going to do six miles. I have never ran and had to deal with what I do. I had blisters breaking on my, creating and breaking on my foot through this six miles. My hip, my, my right foot, my leg pain. The amount of things that were happening to me in, in 65 minutes, I can't even explain to you that I had to get over, but my goal was bigger than the pain that I was going through. My goal was bigger than everything that I was dealing with physically and mentally. And that's how I was able to achieve the six miles. Also, that lady telling me, do six miles and I'll be impressed was in, in my head the whole time. I didn't want to quit because somebody challenged me. So you need people in your life that are going to challenge you. 
You need people that are in your life that are going to push you and you need to have a goal and be focused on that goal that makes you harder than the pain that you're going through in life. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. You ran for an hour and five minutes. Like that's just, you know, I'm a, I'm a one mile kind of girl right now. So I can't even imagine running for a duration of that period. Like, you know, I've been getting text messages um, from people that they have been going to the gym because of this show. And, you know, uh, they're posting, you know, they're sending me pictures of, of us on Spotify and Hustle Hour. And, you know, thank you so much for doing what you do. And, you know, if, if that's what this show is going to do, you know, I do this show for me. I've said it many times. But if I'm going to be if we're going to be inspiring people to go to the gym and listen to it, you know, I want to tell you something. Keep going and keep pushing. Don't quit and don't not go to the gym. It teaches you so many different le lessons in life about being consistent and pushing through the times when you don't want to do it. And it will build your discipline for other things in life. Every time because you are pushing yourself consistently through that time. So when other harder moments come that aren't necessarily gym related, you're, you're ready for it and you're ready to like have your mind be strong. Right. And it just starts your day off so good, even though it doesn't matter as long as you get there. Um, for me, it's important to go in the morning because I feel like my day can be so out of control sometimes where I don't really have like I don't know where I'm going to be, what I'm going to do that being able to take care of it first thing in the morning when nothing's open, no one's calling me or needs me for anything. And it allows me to just focus and like do what I need to do before I continue on with like the rest of my professional day. Right. And also, um, you know, to switch gears here a little bit, I've, I've been I've been paying attention to people's just auras and their vibes and their, you know, how they are throughout the day. And, you know, we come in contact with a lot of different people throughout the day. And I've been noticing a lot of just. I don't want to say negativity, but I feel like. I'm witnessing a lot of just complaining complaining about everything though a lot of negativity a lot of people can't deal with little things these days and you know when you can't deal with little things how do you expect to deal with the big things that that life sends you and you know i've just been witnessing it a lot lately because i've been very conscious of it and you know i want you to know that if you're in your 20s your 20s are something where you're experimenting a lot, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to find out who you are. You're trying to find out, you know, uh, who you are, what you are, where you're going to go. Like, I feel like the younger generation is putting too much pressure on themselves, which creates anxiety and it creates stress. And in your 20s, you're just experimenting. You should be doing a lot of different things, you know? So if you're in a situation, you can literally stop what you're doing and change your whole situation and it wouldn't matter because you're so young. I feel like in your 30s, even if you did that, it's still okay because we're still, we're so young. You don't realize how young you are in your 30s when you're, until you're in your 30s. Like it doesn't, 
you can work towards your, who you are your whole life. You're never just going to wake up one day and understand, oh, this is who I am. And you're constantly working on yourself. You're constantly trying to um, better yourself. But what I see lately is people, there's a lot of people that just don't work on themselves. They don't work on their mentality. They don't work on, you know, uh, on themselves and it's just like they've either given up they live their life and that's what it is and they just complain about it but like I always say the you have to understand that you put yourself in that position yeah but also and like when you're young like in your you know when you're in your 20s you are very this is me this is who I am like take it or leave it like this and that's it because you are so you feel like you're at this point where you are an adult you are capable of doing what you please, what you want to do. You don't really necessarily are forced, you're, like your parents aren't forcing you to do anything. I feel like it's such a time in your life where there's so much change and you're also finding out a lot about yourself through all of your mistakes, all of your experiments and experiences. Like I just think in your 20s, you think you're grown and you feel very like this is who I am and you have no idea the amount of growth that you're about to have every year forever yeah but then i also meet 20 year olds that their parents are telling them exactly what to do who they are what they're going to do what they're what they're going to be when they're older and that pressure that that is on them is insane oh yeah. i was definitely the 20 year olds where this is who i am and that's it like it or you know or leave it get out of my life right and when i moved out when i was 18 um i i needed my independence and i was just somebody who I was, I was doing everything. I had so many side hustles and so many jobs and so many, I learned so many things through my, um, from 18 to 22, it's, it's insane um, how much I put myself through, but I've always put myself through. So even in business, I put myself through um, so many different things and situations and people and, you know, always creating yourself and always being creative is also, there's a, there's a negative to that because, you know, you could either ruin something good or you can, you know, um, you know, move to a different level, you're forgetting people. And, you know, it just, if you sometimes that focus so in your 20s like i don't feel like you need as much focus if that makes sense you should be finding out who you are mm. um but if you find yourself someone who is focused you should stay focused and and hone that skill and be even better at it yeah there's a lot of like uh, it's a different kind of freedom where you have the time and the opportunities to try and experience so many different things Right. And I feel like that pressure in, in these days is because people are watching that, you know, kids in their 20s are watching social media and they think they need to be at a certain level because they're they're watching social media, the TikTok, the Instagram, the Twitter. And it's that's not real. So you have to take a step back, realize that it's OK and you don't need to have all of that pressure. You know, we we recently um you know, we have so many different students and, and people come through our, uh, our, our employment, um, you know, and I just, we just witnessed so many people have anxiety and, and this, and they use that word a lot. And I don't know if they're getting told that they have anxiety or they're getting, it's just a term that's used so lightly, but it's like, there's a problem out there and mental health and all of that stuff. So being consistent and, and making yourself a little bit better mentally each day, it's not something that happens overnight. It's something that you have to consistently work on to make yourself mentally strong. So those anxiety 
and that anxiety that you're having goes away slowly over time. Right, because you are, you know, you want to be in control of everything that's happening around you sometimes. And when you're not prepared for what that next step is going to be, I'm sure anxiety kind of stews there a little bit. But sometimes you want to be able to move on from any situation. But sometimes like when people get anxious, I'll be working with people and they will be anxious over some corrective measure that's happened and kind of can't move on and kind of stay there even though we've moved on from it because they their mind can't wrap around not understanding something so I feel like a lot of times people don't really know how to like continue to move forward and just like let things go and just keep it rolling and it's kind of hard because they kind of stay in this place that is is negative in essence and they just don't really know how to like go on right you know, but I, I feel like staying consistent and working on yourself mentally. And like I said, having a hobby, going to the gym, doing stuff that makes you mentally strong and that you have to get over. So, you know, running the six miles for me is something that I was doing that made me mentally stronger. I look at runners completely different. I look at things, you know, when you hear someone running six miles, you think, oh, I could do it go do it. You know what I mean? And, and you'll realize really quick that there's a lot of things that we all have to get over mentally when we're doing something that hard. Most people don't go and run six miles on a Friday. Um, but when you do something that you put yourself, that's the thing. If I just stayed at a mile and I consistently just did a mile, I would get really good at being a mile and I would never push myself to do six miles. So a lot of us live our whole lives doing the one mile, you know, and maybe that's good enough for you and maybe that's where you want to be, but you have to push yourself to other limits to get certain things in your life. And what I've been seeing is, and I'm trying to put this all together is where a lot of us, we live these lives of complaints and complaining and excuses and pointing fingers at other people. And if we really just stopped for a second and we were able to look inside of ourselves and, and see that maybe the performance of all the excuses that we're bringing up, maybe it's really on us. And maybe there's some a lot of self-reflection that we have to have on ourselves to realize that we may be the problem. And what happens is, is that it's hard to do that because we have so much pride as human beings. We have so much pride. We want to be right. We want to be number one, but you can't be number one and you, you can't be number one unless you are number one, unless you mentally, you know, prepare yourself and you, you pride is a killer. Mm. Pride is a killer. You know, a lot of times we lose a lot of things in our life because we have too much pride. We lose relationships with friends. We lose jobs. We lose, you know, um, just we lose a lot of things because of pride, you know, and I know a lot of people have been through that. But, you know, if if in the situation you guys didn't have pride, I'm sure a lot of it would be successful. Yeah, of course. You know, I think I, I like to think of myself as someone who doesn't really complain a lot because I find I am around a lot of complainers on the daily and my first thing is when I hear any kind of complaint is how I'm going to solve that immediately. I become so wound up that I can't wait to solve the complaint. Mm. I cannot wait to solve the problem. Like I almost, not that I don't care about the complaint or the problem, but I already, I'm so far ahead of that that I'm thinking of all the different avenues that I'm going to go down to not only solve this, but also no longer find myself in this situation again. 
So once I've solved this problem, I'm now gonna make the move to no longer be here again and this is gonna be a thing of my past. I'm not gonna have that happen to me anymore because I'm just gonna move forward from that. Just the way I decided I'm not gonna snooze button anymore so I'm not late for the gym anymore. You know, I'm not gonna say certain things or I'm not going to talk a certain way or make anyone feel bad by something or my tone of voice or the way I do something if I find that I have a problem. I know I'm gonna just change that and I'm gonna keep that change happening. And like that's kind of how I move forward with complaints because I feel like I'm constantly combating that. When I do have complaints, all I wanna do is change that. Right, and we're in the restaurant lane. business and, and you know, there's there's all these apps out there that people can complain on there, you know, and, and yeah. we, we've been getting it since day one. So for 10 years, we've been getting complaints because people love to complain. It makes them feel good. It makes mm -hmm. people feel good when they complain. So what I challenge you is to complain to yourself. And what you want to be good at is, is overcoming your own complaints. You want to be a problem solver in life. And, you know, for me, I am constantly problem solving. So over my business career, I have had to learn how to problem solve and, and problem solve quick. And the people that can problem solve the quickest um, are the people who are, who are m most successful because you have to get over the problems as fast as possible because you have to realize you're going to have so many problems in life, in business, at your job, in a relationship. And getting over those problems as fast as possible because you're a good problem solver and doing it with grace, mm -hmm. those are the people who are most successful. And, like, it's so hard in the beginning. Like, you think – but once you decide, like, I'm no longer going to be a party to the complaints, like, I'm no longer going to, like, wallow in – that misery and I'm gonna start being proactive and do something about it, like move forward instead of just kind of staying there and letting it all kind of fester, build up and like misery needs company, you'll find that it's gonna be hard in the beginning because you are, you are trying to solve it but it will affect you and the more you do it consistently, the easier it becomes and the less but not that you don't care, but you're not so affected and hurt by the things that people are saying or doing as you used to be. And before you know it, you are now this like force and you are just, you know, you are untouchable. Right. And switching gears again, I got a question this week and I wanted to see how you would answer it. Oh. Um, how with having living a life like this that we do with the hustle and being positive and, you know, just going for our goals every single day, uh, doing the hustle hour show, having the restaurants, um, going to the gym. How do we do it and not have stress on our relationship? How would you answer that? I think it's because we share so many of the same uh problems within business, whether we're together doing a project together or separately um, and coming together to like divide and conquer. I feel like we kind of feel like we have the same problems and it's really nice to be able to go to someone who understands you. So I feel like it doesn't affect our relationship like that just because even though times get hard, we always remember we're on the same team. Right. Because, um, their question was, you know, because they do different things in life, um, how can they reach achievement if they're doing separate things in their life? Um, being a couple, how can they go for that if they're doing, you know, they, two different careers? Like, how do they get to that point without putting a stress on their relationship? Which is so funny because that would be the more normal thing, right? Most people have two career paths and they come to, they meet each other somewhere. Maybe it's at work and they're similar like us where we're doing this together. Um, but I feel like it's more normal to have two different careers and kind of come home and share that. 
feel like it's all about kind of coming together and sharing those things and not thinking, don't bring work home. I feel like you need to share those hard times because that's what makes you stronger and having someone to lean on and be strong for you sometimes is so important. Right, and um, my answer to it was, you know, of course, there's always gonna be stress on a relationship, especially when you're pushing to the next level. There's never not stress. It's just like we always say, how you handle the stress, how you're handling it as a couple. How are you going to, you know, and our biggest thing is we have communication and we talk about things and we, we we're able to work through it because we've been doing it for so, so long. And of course there's going to be stress. It's just how you are handling it um, to get through it. You both have to have the same goals. You both have to ha want, you both have to know where you're going. You know, this isn't for nothing. This is for something. When you keep your goals in the front of your mind and you are focused on it, of course, you're going to get off track once in a while. Of course, you're not going to be as focused sometimes. But as long as you come back on track and you are aligned more times than not, it's going to be less stressful for you too. Yeah, like everything is about communication. You know, you always hear it and it sounds so cliche, but that's what it's all about. It's about talking about everything, the good, the bad. It's just making, you're not, you might not even like what you're gonna hear. So you also have to prepare yourself for not liking maybe the answer to something you're talking about or a disagreement, but always being ready to agree to disagree, which we, we do often. Right. You know? I mean, it, it's normal. Right, but that's what it is. It's not thinking everything is always perfect and we agree on everything and it's smooth sailing. Like, it's not always like that, but it's always it's always talked about. It's always, um, it's always given the attention it's needed, whatever it is that is the situation. And it's something that we always can move forward from and it's not something that we allow to just kind of be. Right. So when I was on the treadmill running six miles, there was this couple that got on the treadmills next to me. And, uh, you know, I listened to, I, I put this song on that is one hour long exactly. And uh, because I wanted to run through the whole entire song, because hopefully by the end of that song, I would be at the six miles. And as I'm, I'm listening to this song, this couple next to me is joking around. And, you know, they're being loud, obnoxious, joking. You know, I don't know if it was... I have no idea why they were doing it. So as they're loud and obnoxious, like I am trying to focus. So when I am running, I stare at something in the distance and I just focus on it and I just get my mind right as I'm running. And that's how I got through this run. But as these people get on, you know, some of them, uh, you know, are talking on speakerphone in the gym and this is a public gym. So I can't really get mad, but it breaks my focus. So I'm trying to be focused and these, this couple is just being loud and obnoxious. And for me to combat that, since they were going to be that way, I just said, I just stood there. I st stared at what I was staring at and I just kept repeating out loud. No quit, no quit, no quit, no quit. And at, as I'm saying it, I'm saying it louder and louder because they're loud and they stop and they're looking at me on the treadmill like I'm doing something wrong. And they realize and they, they finally got the hint and they actually exited the uh, treadmill section because <laughs> my no quit made them quit, which... You know, I'm not mad about it, but it just broke my focus to run the, the uh, you know, it didn't break it to where I didn't run the six miles, but 
you know, sometimes you have to make your positivity and you have to make your focus louder than the obnoxious people on the sides of you. You know, you have to break away from that as fast as possible. And that's how I did it in that situation. You know, I'm always doing things and I'm always translating it into life and how I can translate it into life. Um, you know, even that night was a really, really hard night at work. And I I'm like, this ain't as hard as running six miles on the treadmill. So it got me through <laughs> my hard night because I remember what it was just like doing that six miles. Um, you know, I plan on ride, running 5Ks in the spring, and I plan on running a half marathon in the springtime of 2023. So I'm not a runner, but I'm going to do it, and uh, I can't wait to do it because I'm, I don't know, it's just something that I now want to do. I mean, it's so cool. I've never done anything like that before. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, so, you know, uh, it's been, a, th things are going to get hard um, in your life. But you have to stay ready. And by staying ready, it's by be, being obsessive and consistent daily to make yourself harder and harder. You don't want to get too hard uh, where you're, you know, uh, you're not around people anymore and you, and you treat people bad. But you want to get hard to where you are um, a certain kind of being that walks around that the little things are not going to bother you anymore. To where you put yourself through so much pain and you put yourself through your own suffering to where you can have... You, you know, the, the little things will just roll off your back and you're going to be able to deal with the people and deal with the things that come at you in life a lot better. Yeah. And that the complaint, whatever it is, whatever like is being said or done, it doesn't even matter. It's about how you handle that situation initially and then moving forward. Right. So um, that's all I have for today. So this has been Hustle Hour Show 9. Show 9? <laughs> Show nine, D. Oh. Show nine. Damn, that went fast. And uh, so I'm Mike. And I'm Diane. And this has been Hustle Hour at Genesis Radio. Thank you, Terry. We appreciate you. Thanks, Terry. And thank you, everybody. Thank you.